What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Blindside Sports. Now, uh, I know if you follow me on Twitter, you're like, there's supposed to be a third person here. Uh, we have Ryan Bershinger from Swing Shift and Fox Sports Radio, but our guy Bo, want to give a huge shout out to Bo and his wife. You know, she's currently uh, dealing with, uh, you know, giving birth to uh, their first child. So good luck to Bo and his wife. Uh, sucks you couldn't be here, but it's for a good cause. But we have Ryan Bershinger at Ryan Bershinger on Twitter also co-host of the Swing Shift podcast, which you can find over on Twitter and Instagram at Swing Shift R&B. And you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Swing Shift R&B. Ryan, welcome to the show. Emmett, thank you. Yeah, uh, you know, it was supposed to be both of us, but uh, I guess things came up. So <laughs> obviously, yeah, we're, we're uh, wishing for the best for Bo and Victoria and uh, and and Chloe will maybe by the end of this episode, uh, one of us will get the message. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe yeah, will go, come into the world in the yeah, middle Chloe of this will, interview. Yep. Go uh, get Bo on Twitter and get him. Uh, give him some uh, shout outs at Bo T Benson if you uh, want to go uh, check out some very entertaining tweets about him raging about the Los Angeles Lakers twenty four seven. I'd uh, I'd recommend it. He gets very fired up about his Lakers. And he also has some good movie takes, I guess. Yeah, good, good. I'm glad we're complimenting him because uh, that's hard for me to do. But uh, it, you know, it, very nice, Emmett. See, I'm saving. You know, I have to be professional for this podcast. You. you know, if you if it was any other you know time, if he was out like I don't know, like at like a at a party or something, then he'd be getting ripped. But <laughs> I'm I'm saving my uh my roasting for when I interview Gascon because you know he's gonna start <gasps> doing it too. <laughs> yeah yeah you might as well uh, uh save all that for the that will be two hours of nothing but but ripping gas gone so oh and I'm, I'm i glad. think if i if i were a middleman and i put him iowa sam and you ryan bershinger all in like the same uh you know zoom meeting podcast whatever it would just be roast after roast and uh <laughs> yeah it, the sunday the sunday show you guys work on it just goes crazy uh and also, if you guys don't know, uh, Ryan Bershinger loves food and he loves Sprite Cranberry. So that, that, that that's a fun fact about Bersh. But I got to ask you, Ryan, because yeah. this fed this fed up a lot of uh, the Dodger fans the other day. Mm-hmm. And obviously, our guy Clayton Kershaw was about to throw a perfect game. He was in the seventh inning and he had got like 14 strikeouts and Dave Roberts decided to pull him. Now, I don't think you've gotten to, you know, take your, you know, your anger out on the air yet it's happened on Twitter mm-hmm. and I know we agree on this. So I'm going to let you go first and handle this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Bo and I have yet to record since that game. So uh, I, I have a lot of thoughts about it. Um, in short, to start off, uh, I hate it, but I get it now for my very long explanation. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <sighs> I, I, this is the tough thing about being a baseball fan, especially, right? Um, I mean, this comes into play in terms of any sort of fandom that you have with any sport where there are times where you have to learn how to separate your emotional fan from your logical fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially as a baseball fan, I find that that comes into play very often, especially with the Dodgers. Um, and the reason behind that is, look, Clayton Kershaw is, my favorite player of all time. Uh, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I had to deal with a lot of my life listening to people give hot takes about his postseason performances, which <laughs> I'm not going to get into, but um, 
you can't just read the numbers of Clayton Kershaw's postseason performances and completely ignore context to any and every one of those games. That's aside the point that, that I will go on such a huge tangent on that. We're not going to go there. <laughs> um, but I, I love Clayton Kershaw. Uh, I love him as a pitcher. I love him as a person. I don't know him personally, but everything I've seen of him as a person, he's, he, he seems to be a phenomenal like a dude. Human. Yeah. Yeah. Also um, fun fact, uh, went to high school with Matthew Stafford too. So that's, I, that's you know, cool. I heard, I heard, uh, that's, that's been mentioned here and there. Very interesting. Um, yeah. no, so um, uh, when it's Clayton and it's his, his first start of the season and he's got a perfect game going, I, I, I felt so weird because after about after the fifth inning, I, I noticed and I'm like, God, I know what's going to happen. I know exactly how this is going to go. Uh, if he has a perfect game going, he's not going to finish that game because of the fact that you've got a shortened spring training coming into the season with a guy who has injured every portion of his upper torso in the last three years. Let's let's be honest. Like Kershaw's had back issues, he's had arm issues, he's had everything. Yeah, he's um, he's dealt with it all. He's a renaissance man in the injury department. <laughs> exactly. And perfect, perfect of it. Um uh, and so you, not only that, he didn't start really throwing at all until this past January. He took this, this off season differently because he was recovering from injury. Mm-hmm. So given all these parameters, um, he wasn't going to throw more than 80 pitches, which is what he ended up with. Um, even then that was high in terms of what he was going to uh, expect to throw and coming into the game, I'm sure they thought 75 at the most as it was, regardless of what happened. So when you get like five innings in and I notice what's going on and not only is he throwing a perfect game, but his pitch count is incredibly low for a start period. Like he, he was very economical, even with all the strikeouts, he had such, he could have finished a Maddox. Like, let's be honest, but I knew. And so after the fifth, I started thinking in my head, like, I hate to say this, but I kind of hope they get somebody on base because I do not want to deal with what the dialogue is going to be because I know (laughs) exactly what's going to happen right now. And it went exactly as I thought. Uh, He finished that sixth inning. He came back out for the seventh. You saw Roberts talking to, to, uh, to Clayton in the dugout after the sixth. Trinan was starting to get up in the bullpen and I'm thinking like, oh God, this is, <laughs> this is, we're going to have worst case scenario here. And then he comes out for the seventh. He still looks fantastic. His slider was starting to wane a little bit. Um, and he said in his last two innings, his slider looked awful, but I think shown not only in Kershaw's start, but in Andrew Haney's start the day before, uh, apparently the Minnesota twins are completely incapable of touching sliders. Yeah. <laughs> they they cannot hit the slider whatsoever. Andrew Haney uh, turned into a Cy Young candidate in one start in Minnesota. So uh, these guys are just peppering them with sliders and they're not hitting it. The only person who could hit against Haney was Carlos Correa, who was not in the lineup against Kershaw, which was interesting. So now Kershaw gets through seven. He's got the perfect game going. He's still, he's at 80 pitches. And I'm thinking like <sighs> the emotional part of me is saying, let him for the love of God finish this game because for one, he's got a very real shot at throwing a perfect game. Those are incredibly rare. That is going to be etched into his hall of fame plaque. 
right underneath world champion. I don't care what anyone says about the 2020 world series world champions. The first thing that's going to come up on Kershaw's uh, resume, and it will have a perfect game and a no hitter. Uh, all his Cy Young's and MVP award, everything, every accolade that he has. So of course I want him to do it. I want it, but I know not how, not only how the Dodgers management operates, I know how baseball operates in general at this point. And the point I was making um, was that, and this is where the logical side has to come in. Again, he's an aging pitcher who's dealt with every injury imaginable over the last couple seasons. It's his first start of the season in an abbreviated spring. He was going to be kept to a limited pitch count. It's just just how it is. And I don't know any manager in the majors who would have kept going, who wouldn't mm-hmm. have had the conversation with him and be like, look, this is where we're at right now. We kind of have to stick to this plan because we have bigger aspirations here. I get it. A Brandon Hyde of the Orioles came out that day and he was like, if John means is throwing a perfect game through seven, you best believe he's, he's still going after that inning. Yeah, he should because you're the Baltimore Orioles. You do not have <laughs> championship aspirations. You need to have something for the, your fans to root for. So uh, like, if you think about the Orioles last season, what was their story? John means threw a no hitter. Yep. Trey Mancini was a great comeback story. Cedric Mullins was a breakout player. They lost over a hundred games. Yeah, they were not good. They were trash. You have to think about what's what's important based on the team. For the Dodgers, especially this season, where there are more questions than there has been over the past few years in terms of Mm -hmm. uh, what their starting rotation is going to look like throughout the season, you need Kershaw to be there. You you need him to uh, to he's not going to throw 200 innings. He's not. He's probably going to get hurt at some point, And there will be talking heads who will be like, oh, I told you so. Look at there he is. He got hurt. Why, why couldn't they have just risked it in the perfect game? He, he could have gotten hurt then. That's different. That's that's not that doesn't fully equate. The, the point is. It's how that game was going to go. And this is the state of Major League Baseball, quite frankly, is um the entire purpose of spring training, we talked about this on, on our last podcast, was um, the entire purpose of spring training is to build up pitchers, to get them yeah. ready for the season. And there was a shortened spring training. And as I talked about on the last podcast, I, I realized I hate spring training because of how yeah, much... you said that on Twitter, too. You're like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's because everyone overreacts. Like, I remember seeing yeah. stuff on Twitter Bursh, about you know, because the Dodgers, you know, weren't doing too hot in spring training and, you know, other teams. And they'd be like, oh, there are seasons over. And it's like, dude, this is it's kind of like the NFL preseason. Right. I yeah. mean, people don't really overreact to that as much. I've noticed it a lot more in spring training. And I think everyone was just so jumpy to have baseball because of what happened with the lockout for three mm-hmm. months. And everyone was just I mean, there was times where our guy Bernie Fratto, who uh, was a former guest on this uh, guest on this podcast and definitely gonna come back again. Said where he doesn't know if we could, you know, if we're gonna have a full season. We could be mm-hmm. delayed a while, and for us to get in that step, I think everyone was just so baseball happy. And mm-hmm. I do agree, spring training is annoying because it's like any other preseason for a sport. No one knows what you're gonna see. It's not the regular season. It's different. It's the young guys, backups, all this. You know, you don't. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't count. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. Yeah. You, you got more on Kershaw or 
Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, you know, fully, fully go off the rails with my my thoughts on on Kershaw here. But basically, to to kind of summarize my feelings on it, um, of course, I wanted it to happen, and and I was really quite angry <laughs> about yeah, the way it went down. Both tweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, but the thing is, is like I can't. I'm not gonna stomp my feet and 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 you know try to get Dave Roberts fired, which you know obviously Bo tweeted that you have to. Why is that conversation come? I gotta say, and you know yes. Bo Bo trolls on Twitter all the time. Yes, like it's exactly. Not, and you know yeah, <laughs> but there's actual Dodgers fans who. Yeah. I think it's I think this is an LA thing, Bershinger. You live there, you probably know more than I do. But I know that the Lakers, the Rams, and I don't know if it's just Bo Benson or who it is, you know. our first shot has been taken after like 15 minutes yeah, about Bo Benson. But uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um he had a break. But uh, you know, yeah. I don't know if it's just him because he just he just impulse tweets, you know, and I, I'm guilty of it too. Every sports fan who's on Twitter is guilty of it. Yeah. Who actively tweets. Yeah. It's a thing. But the LA sports fans, man, you guys, you just tweet the most wild things. Like the Lakers fan base. I, I follow a topic on Twitter, Bershinger, and it's Lakers, uh, La- tweet, like Los Angeles Lakers topic. And it's, you know, all these bipolar Laker fans where they just tweet out a bunch of praising LeBron and then praising Vogel. And then a game later, they get blown up by 30 by the New Orleans Pelicans on national <laughs> TV. And then, oh, fire Vogel, screw LeBron. This guy sucks. It's like, I kind of also have the Dodgers too, because for the past like six years, I, I feel like this whole uh, Dave Roberts thing has came up. And it's not just you and Bo Benson. It's not just Ben Maurer or Roberto or all the Dodgers fans. It's just random people. Oh, screw Dave Roberts. I'm like, the only way Roberts is getting fired is if like there's a two year stretch where the Dodgers don't do anything and don't make the playoffs. And yeah. And I, uh, I know you have a lot on Kershaw, but I want to say this, Bursch, is I actually, you know, I'm pretty much with you. I did not like the move, but it's business. I mean, and I got to shout out Kershaw for handling it really well. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys checked out his, uh, his presser where he basically said, you know, it sucks, but it had to happen. And I feel like, okay, maybe could have asked, hey, you know, how you doing? How you feeling? Dave Roberts could have. But then again, a lot of players would lie and be like, I'm doing completely fine, even when they're starting to feel that, you know, that that tingling in their arm or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like, yeah, I'd love to see, you know, Clayton Kershaw, perfect game, you know, through nine innings. But then again, do you want to see Clayton Kershaw out a month with arm soreness or something stupid like that or something even worse? Tommy John. I know it's not going to get to that. I mean, hopefully not, but it's just like, you know, it, it's the risk, man. And that you're right. That's what it, you know, what major league baseball has come to. And, you know, as a guy who watches the Dodgers quite closely, watches, you know, Mariners quite closely, I see, you know, a lot of different angles because the Mariners aren't good. And the Dodgers are like, the Dodgers are like, you know, best team in the MLB, you know, like the, the past, the moves they've been doing the past couple of years, like first you brought in Mookie Betts and then you brought in Max Scherzer and uh, Trey Turner. And then, you know, this offseason was Freddie Freeman, which shook everything up. And that was not expected. I know in your swing shift episode, you and Bo were talking about how, you you know, there's a better chance of J-Lo knocking on Bo's door. So I just think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah m- maybe uh, maybe that will happen. I, I Maybe, mean, I guess. I live so. in LA. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I just, I just feel like it, you know, 
as much as we can sit and cry about it and be salty, I mean, Rob Parker blasted Dave Roberts and he mm-hmm. said it is robbed. And I, I hear what he's saying. And, d- d- you know, Bruce, you know, those topics where you're like, I'm not picking a side. I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. I get and I can agree with both sides of view on this one. Yeah. Besides the fire Roberts, because it's what he had to do. Right. It's Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, the, the you know, every everything is just different. Like NBA players, you know our load managing or, you know, as a uh, Fox Sports radio legend, Bobo says, you know, sitting out games. <laughs> and I, I think the only reason he's salty is uh, our guy, Bobo, who's a big Laker, Laker apologist went to one of Kobe's final games and Kobe was not playing. And he, I, I think he's actually still angry about it. Like six years later, yeah. which is understandable because uh, <laughs> Kobe freaking Brian, like, of course, but yeah, yeah, it's just business you know, business and feelings are different things. And like I said, Bursch, Clayton could not have handled that better because I feel like mm-hmm. there'd be some players in the uh, in the majors who would uh, throw a fit about it, right? And yeah. they'd be like, screw Dave Roberts, get me out of Do- uh, the Dodgers, just all this stuff that, you know, the I mean, LA media goes crazy too. So we'd still be talking about that today. Like, it, it, yeah, it would, it would not be good. So I, respe- I respect Kershaw for handling it the way he did. He basically said, you know, it's not like I'm getting, you know, all these pitches. I'm expecting a lower pitch count this year. Yeah, it sucks, but, you know, stuff happens. It's basically what he said. So, right. I, I thought that was really good of him. I think so, too. And uh, there's you, you touched on a, a handful of, of, of very significant things. And one one thing I kind of want to just uh, kind of encapsulate all of it with is this when um, Bo and I were talking about uh, after Kershaw's start, and he he sent me along a tweet somebody and mentioned where they they and they made a very good point. She basically said, um, "This is kind of a result of championship or bust mentality, right?" And this yeah. this is kind of the danger of championship or bust mentality because when you are so insanely hyper focused on winning a World Series and nothing else matters, how how can you fully then enjoy the process of getting there? Baseball is 162 games, and that is a very, very long time. That goes over a a whole portion every day, too. Yeah, yeah, basically every day. A couple days off here and there, but it's not like NFL where it's once a week. It's mm -hmm. grind, grind until October. And this is something where you're 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 hitting on, which is uh, the fact that this is kind of a a mentality that gets pretty bad among LA fans specifically. I've I've noticed that my entire life. And it's because we're, we've been spoiled. I grew up in the Kobe Shaq era Lakers, where uh, it was a very real possibility that they could win four championships in a row at one point. Like, I remember I remember three-peat being a thing, and then I remember people chanting quattro as for four <laughs> in a row uh, the following season. They didn't get that one. But the point is, is like, we as LA fans, especially my age, have grown up with this with that era Lakers, where we expected a title every season and sometimes we would actually get that. And um, at one point it was a majority of the time. And when you get that level of treatment from your sports teams, you kind of then expect it elsewhere. (laughs) You kind of look towards the Dodgers. And of course this city was starving for a Dodger title. And that's why 2020 was so important. And it's really a shame that we weren't able to fully celebrate that because I hope, I hope that, the Dodgers go back to the world series and like yeah. you can go to Dodger stadium and watch that live because man, that would be like, I know a 
Roberto, uh, let's just say, you know, he, he, he celebrated and, you yeah. know, if you listen to the Ben Maurer show from the time the, uh, the Dodgers won, it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. And it, you know, the Lakers won. Okay. Yeah. They won. It was cool. But to see all, you know, everyone in LA, just how much significance it had to the city. And, uh, I just want to say too, with the LA thing, how you, you know, you've kind of grown up around it. Me as a younger guy, I started, you know, getting into sports and like being able to comprehend it right when Russell Wilson got drafted. I'm 17, mm-hmm. about to be 18. And Russell Wilson, for me, he, you know, I never experienced the crappy Seahawks days. I uh-huh. never experienced that until, I mean, obviously we had the little 2017 thing where Blair Walsh costed us like three games, but, <laughs> oh God. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I never experienced that to where yeah. now, like, you've seen some of my takes on Twitter about the Seahawks and you're probably like, what is this guy? Like it, it is a <laughs> kind of like, you know, cause the, obviously the Mariners are just, they're, 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 not, they're, they're there. They're not very good. I mean, I mean, I, that's why I, I like, they're getting yeah, there. They're getting there. They, 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 they have were a lot really of close last year. Yeah. 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 They, they're starting to do the right thing and mm-hmm. you know, getting shut out by the twins the other night kind of, you know, but it's early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's early, but Yeah. I just feel, you know, growing up in these cities where you're, you know, like New England, Patriots fans are a-holes. Like, yeah. growing up in those cities where your teams are just so good for years mm-hmm. and years and years, you forget how bad, you know, how to be a bad team. Right. That's where these tweets come out, and that's why all of these Dodger fans, I mean, a lot of them were just having Dave Roberts. Like, if it was Trash Talking mm-hmm. Tuesday that day, Dave Roberts would be getting all the heat. <laughs> So it was, you know, it was not yeah. very, if I was Dave Roberts, it, you know, getting a lot of heat. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and I get it. And again, the whole, uh, it's fine. Obviously wanting to win titles is the the goal. Like, like that's what, that's the dream. We as fans want to experience our team winning titles because it's, it's insanely fun. And uh, there's, it's, there's no disappointment <laughs> for, for lack of a better. I know that sounds stupid, but like when you're a, when you're a fan of a sports team, you're, you grow accustomed to disappointment because the reality is they're not going to win a championship every season. Yep. So you're going to experience disappointment and you're probably going to experience disappointment a majority of the time. Um, but yeah, especially with LA fans, like we, the titles really truly mean something and they got very used to it. And so when you fall short of it, it can be, uh, you know, it can be rather frustrating. And I'm not trying to, to, cr- to crush the notion of wanting to win titles. Obviously, it's super important. But yeah. um, the, relating this to the Kershaw start, if, if the team really truly cared about creating a moment that would live forever in major league baseball history, then Kershaw would not have been pulled from that game. I agree. Yep. And if you're, if you're looking at that game and not viewing it as a early April, early season game um, where it's just a stepping stone as a, as a part of many stepping stones on your journey to a world series. If you're not thinking about fully, if you're not thinking about October in April, <laughs> then Kershaw gets a chance to finish that game. And you should obviously always be thinking about October. Every team should always be thinking about the championship because that is the goal. That is the aspiration. And you're trying to do everything that you can to get yourself there. But when you're so hyper-focused on that, 
it can rob you of very awesome moments that remind us as fans why we love the sport and it will rob the sport itself of attention like (laughs) can you imagine if you got a perfect game that was exactly it's a huge deal i know you know there's only like a couple national radio you know shows that really just go into major league baseball and you know i'm sure like a lot like big ben he a huge Mm -hmm. major league baseball guy that's where i hear most of my baseball stuff like it's not yeah it's mentioned but like you don't have everyone doing all these you know main monologues about Mm -hmm. major league baseball like you used to i feel like if kershaw were to throw a perfect game he would get it would go blow up sports radio sports tv you know we'd hear you know broussard and nick wright on undisputed or you know like steve and like all these guys on like he's a bait tv shows it would it would rock the sports world i think because it's perfect game like the last one like you know our guy uh, as a manners guy king felix uh hernandez that 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 rocked the world too i remember you know just getting into baseball when that happened when he threw the no hitter i mean everyone or perfect game everyone was just losing it so yeah Yeah. i i just think especially now with like twitter it would just there is you know that's kind of my i made a point on twitter i'm like yeah they're like history i mean history is just something you like can't repeat and i'm sure kershaw like i said the way he handled this i don't know if i could handle it that good i think i'd be Mm -hmm. a little heated like it, it was just man it was just it makes me angry but i i completely understand it like you said right yeah, it's that's what the frustrating thing is. And I feel like this is the kind of thing where like you have right now, Adam Silver is trying to nip uh, uh, load management in the butt, right? Like he's trying to make sure that teams are getting their star talent out there more often. So that way you don't have situations like Bobo faced where he goes and pays out the nose <laughs> to go to a Laker game and Kobe's not playing um, in the same sense. Major League Baseball kind of has to step forward and say, look, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you incentivize literally throwing a perfect game. Like how do how do you offer greater incentive to that? But at the same time, like Major League Baseball has to step forward and, and kind of remind teams, like, look, the regular season matters too. You know, having awesome yeah. moments in the regular season is important. And I've I I've always like you know very much as a Dodger fan again, and this is from a very privileged perspective because like I, I'm a fan of a team that can easily win a hundred games year in and year out. Um, I've, I've said plenty of times, look like the month of April doesn't matter because it's way too early. The month of September doesn't matter because the Dodgers are up by a ton at that point. And it (laughs) used to be at a time where, you know, they don't have it anymore, but when you expand the rosters to 40, um, the way that Dave would manage the team in, in September would be different than the way he would manage in the postseason because he had such deeper rosters. He's just giving people playing time, giving people rest. You, you kind of take it easy. You kick your feet up a little bit. Um, it's very easy to fall into lulls in the major league baseball season because it's so yeah. long because there's so many yeah. games. And um, even though like there are plenty of Dodger fans, especially after last season will be like, Hey, every game counts. Like we were one game shy of, of, of the division that the giants still won the division and, and, you know, uh, finished a game ahead of us. Yeah, but, you know, the Dodgers also eliminated them in the postseason, so that really didn't matter. Uh, so in the grand scheme of things, yes, one game can make a difference, but that also we got to remember that that one game can be any of a handful. <laughs> like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. there's 80 different games in the season that can be that one game that makes a difference. So uh, point is, um, 
it, it, it was a, a perfect mix of uh, something that was going to backfire. Um, Clayton Kershaw, the, we've got to focus on the positives, and that's the fact that uh, Kershaw came, coming back from injury looked fantastic. The, yep. the man literally threw seven perfect innings. He <laughs> struck out 13. Like he looked, he looked phenomenal. And uh, this is also, you know, a season in which like he hit free agency. He only got a one-year deal because he was kind of rebuilding his value after, uh, after all the injuries that he's faced. Yeah. Um, like we didn't know as Dodger fans, there was a lot of times during of the off season. Yeah. yeah. We thought maybe he could retire. Maybe he could actually leave for Texas because he is from there. He would maybe want to play closer to home. Um, there were a lot of times where we're thinking like when, when he got pulled from his last regular season start because of injury, we're thinking like, Jesus, is that the last time we see Kershaw pitch for the Dodgers like that? Oh, yeah. Is that how we have to watch his Dodger career end? And thankfully, no, we got to see him just absolutely dominate to start off the season. And and one other, one last thing I want to say on this, um, the the other reason why I really do wish that he finished that perfect game is because uh, I wanted to go back and pull up the Deadspin article written by one Rob Parker, in which he <laughs> uh, which he said that the Dodgers should let Kershaw walk because he's not that not as good as he once was and Kershaw uh, should leave Brian <laughs> Kershaw's not good he's there you go. up. that's yeah. that's that's a good one well done uh and uh in, in which he was saying like why would Dodger fans want to you know watch Kershaw be a, a shell of himself and uh one start in and <laughs> Uh, Rob ate his words. I, get <laughs> I mean, again, he could he could still very well be right. Like Kershaw could get hurt at any point and and be done for the season. He, it's the state of his body. It's kind of how it is. Um, hopefully, though, that's not what happens. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's a very exciting that that's the way that that Clayton started the season. You know, it's unfortunate because all people are going to talk about is the controversy. But the reality is the man. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just 13 pitched. strikes is not a yeah. no yeah. it's the best start of the season thus far i know it's only been a week but he just pitched the single best game of the season thus far so like, that's that's something we gotta take a ton of solace in and be very excited about the fact that clayton kershaw looked fantastic yep this is blindside sports emmett douglas along with a uh, swing shift legend ryan bershinger get him on twitter <laughs> at ryan bershinger get me at emmett no c04 and uh you can Go follow the show on Instagram where I post uh, abbreviated clips at Blindside Sports Zero Zero, and I also do on TikTok at Blindside Sports Seven. Now, if you guys don't know Ryan Bershinger, um, I, you know, I, I like to you know kind of you know slide a, out of sports, and you know I'm sure sports will get brought up, but uh, Ryan, right now, you know I gotta ask you as a food guy, you know you mm-hmm. are you are the what do they call you like the Jonas? What do you call you? You know, with, uh, the garbage disposal is the is garbage what disposal Jonas. of FSR Ryan Bershinger. <laughs> You know, you are the garbage disposal. <laughs> you eat anything. <laughs> yeah. So no, I got to ask you, what is the most overrated fast food? I, I, I have Ooh. to know. Oh, boy. This could be hot takes oh. from Ryan Bershinger right here. Overrated. That's, oh, man. I mean, uh, well, gotta, okay. okay. I got to ask you before, because um, uh-huh. I have one. It, I, I wouldn't say it's overrated. because It's kind of a rel. Do you guys have a restaurant called Taco Time? 
No. Okay, no. good. <laughs> One of my friends works there, and if he's listening, that's Sounds a complete bad. shot. That place is horrible, and uh, as Jonas would say, you end up on the toilet. It's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Overrated. It's hard. To, okay, so I think I, I I put Burger King low on the power rankings. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I I I very rarely, sparingly visited Burger King, but I will say this though, um, the Impossible Whopper is surprisingly good <laughs> oh god you would <laughs> it's it is i i've not dude i i've told this story did alex tyshirt buy it for you <laughs> no no <laughs> i saw it in a commercial and oddly enough like this is exactly how commercials are supposed to work right you see it and you go oh i want it so you go get it so that's exactly what happened they they these 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 jerk get me um uh and this was years ago and i went with a friend of mine and it was like a tuesday night at like 9 30 it's late at night and there's no reason for for them to be trying at all at, at that at a burger king and uh, late on a tuesday night they're just going to, you know, slap the things on the bun and throw it out the window. That's the, there's no reason for them to actually like put any sort of, of heart and soul into their, into their product at that point. Um, yeah. It was excellent. Like I, <laughs> that, I, it, it tasted like it, uh, like an actual burger. Um, and it was very well crafted. Yeah, put, put the uh, impossible meat. I, you know, I've wondered that, you know, I, I'd never had the <laughs> just to put actual it. meat on it. Yeah. I've wondered. <laughs> And because I've heard actual people, it's not just you who say it's real, right? Like it tastes legit. And yeah, I'll yeah, say, I'll, you know, I'm kind of with you on Burger King, but I, what I will say is that I've, I had a, I, I used to be, you know, a big Burger King. Like, you know, I thought it was slept on because they used to be really like surprisingly cheap, mm-hmm. but everything's gone up and, you know, they, they kind of started going up before everyone else. But um, they had like a, at least the Burger Kings in my area, they had an, oh god like a year streak of just i was just like god this place stinks and (laughs) i I go there a couple months ago right and i you know i i like a big burger and i I hope this doesn't get chopped up because i could say something that sounds like a drop (laughs) (laughs) i i I like a big burger you know lots of sauce on it you know gotta slap the sauce you know ketchup mayonnaise you know the bacon king is what i get or the chicken fries you know and it was just not good and i I, I get a random hankering. I'm with one of my friends. I'm like, dude, we should go to Burger King, you know, because we think about getting food and, you know, kind of same scenario as you like rant, but it was a week. It was a late weekend. Go there. It's like they turned their whole place around. Fries were warm. Fries were salted. Oh. The burger was just, I, I was so shocked by a Burger King. <laughs> it, it never, yeah. And I, I think, you know, also, you know, underrated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, y- you can give yours, but, God, the Dairy Queen chicken strips. I don't know if you've had them, but after the show, if you haven't, I'm going to pull a commercial on you. Commercial hit on you. Go get uh, a chicken strip basket. Get some queso for your fries Ooh. to die for. It's it's sneakily good. I, I actually, there is actually a Dairy Queen around the corner from my house and I've never eaten there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm always tempted though, because I really like Orange Julius. And I know that I, oh, still exists. I, dude, you got you to gotta go check for now. Now you have to because <laughs> the Dairy Queen's in my area. I, I'm with you. The Orange Julius is just it number one. But I went there mm-hmm. looking for one. And this California, you guys might still have them because, you know, California. But go there. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't have that anymore. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Dairy, you know, we're going to look this up. Right. Hold on. Yeah. But get, get near uh, your underrated. 
um underrated i that's that's the thing i think that that half fast food is actually underrated because i'm i'm (laughs) like i i and i i eat everything because i legitimately enjoy everything uh i think arby's is good Uh, i don't i don't know why people complain about it i think arby's is good um i think we're alike yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i uh i i mean like my top is like i love taco bell i love del taco i love uh you know i'm always like mcdonald's is of course always solid uh i think wendy's is underrated because i think there's a there's a surprisingly good variety at wendy's I, the fact i can get like a, a good baked potato at wendy's is uh all right hold on we have a breaking news here um, oh good so i googled dairy queen orange julius right you know i'm on the computer and two results come up saying to take me to the dairy queen menu so i'm just gonna say i think it's a washington thing and i'm very angry and this needs to be fixed Uh-oh. um dairy queen if you're listening stop it <laughs> <laughs> Emmett, you're gonna have to contact your local uh, uh congress people and, yes, and make yes, sure yes. that they get this into state law and say look no, what i don't have know to what's do going is, on uh, here pull a rob parker what's my beef oh there you know you. that's what they traded it out for go on a tangent here these grape ice cream slushies man it was it was the weirdest thing and you know i you know had a it wasn't very good ice cream with a slushie just i'm sorry and especially grape (laughs) and ice cream it give me that mango uh the mango one uh mango orange julius any day of the week over that but yeah i i i i'm with you you know taco bell i love uh i also the dairy queen gotta go you gotta go get it after the show i'm i'm you know tweet out a report and then it, you know if the garbage disposal doesn't like it then i guess i'm i i, I took over your nickname and uh, you should bring that up on jonas's show true. tomorrow because yes i'll get but, that uh, in the next next couple of days i can't eat meat today but we'll uh oh we'll yeah yeah, after Friday, the yeah. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm sure you're struggling you know it's me talking about all the day <laughs> you know chicken. you know funny story is so um i uh i i love the filet of fish at, at mcdonald's and i mm-hmm. like I only get it during Lent because it's half price. Um, I I probably I I always forget about it when outside of Lent because um, because typically if I'm going to McDonald's I'm getting a burger, um, yep. but I always forget nuggets. how much I like it and and five dollars is a little a little steep for it. It so is when I it's agree. when it's two fifty on Fridays during Lent. I'm I jump all over that. So wait, I, hold on. I gotta ask you now that you bring uh, that up. Is that is that through the app or is that just like oh it's in, it's it's in person. You can. I didn't even know that. It's technically it's two for five, is oh. or buy one get one free. But yeah, you know you get one for two fifty. So I went to McDonald's uh, here in Simi. I live in Simi Valley, California, and um, I, uh, I I I walked in because the the drive through line was really long, um, and I go in to order. This just happened like two hours ago. Um, <laughs> And so I, I walk up and this poor guy, I felt, I felt really bad for the guy working because it was, it was clear that something was going on that day because the drive-through was very long. And, and I, I, I was in line behind somebody who had just complained about their order. And so I walk up and I ask to, to get a filet of fish and he, and he says, Oh, it's, you know, five 30 or whatever. Um, and I'm like, isn't it, it's two 50 today. It's, a, it's Friday during lunch. <laughs> You put so, a Rob Parker. <laughs> I, I yes, <laughs> this is this is one of the times where I will do that. Um, I, I'm with you. You know, their fish sandwiches. I, I I like you know a good fish sandwich, and 
all that. Yeah. But I, I just can't pay that five fifty. That's just yeah. <laughs> well, what happened was is is the kid kind of got flustered. He's like, Oh yeah, that's right. Like for whatever reason. <laughs> and and I think it's probably because this is the last Friday and maybe maybe it's not like it anymore maybe they changed but they shouldn't have they it should still be in effect this friday because the the rules are still in place um so uh, but i think the machine had already reverted to back oh. to five dollars so he's like trying to manually do it just give you two. He, just, he just goes uh just um here and then he he just he charges a penny <laughs> and he goes here it's it's one cent, but I'm just going to say that you put it in the drawer. So you're good. And I'm like, oh, thank <laughs> Wait, you. you get- <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got a free filet of fish today. God, I, I remember, you know, times or if you go to, you know, this has been a thing even pre COVID and mm. it makes sense, but I went to Taco Bell and I asked for something off of my order and they didn't do it. And my friend's like, yeah, you can get it. You can get more food uh if you do so i i i pulled a rob parker too you know very you got to be very polite about it right you know i'm sure rob parker going in there you know he's a big guy you know like six five but i'm sure that'll be scary but i went up there I'm like hey you got my order wrong and i was like expecting to give him the food back right like i thought he was trolling it was like oh you either throw that away or keep it so you know obviously you know i wasn't i'm not gonna like take advantage of these you know minimum wage taco bell workers but like you know if it does ironically happen and you're not like deathly allergic and you can tolerate the thing that they put on your thing, then that they messed up, then hey, hey man. I mean, yeah, it, I still remember um last summer. This is probably what you know, you're talking about people, you know, complaining. Um, I DoorDash drivers are the biggest douches on the earth. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> my friend works at Taco Bell and he tells me stories, and I, I saw this one, you know, live in action. I was in Oregon last summer visiting family and we, you know, Washington and parts of Oregon had a pretty, pretty bad uh, heat wave. Mm-hmm. So like it was at least like a um, hundred, like it, it, it was, it was pretty hot. Right. So me and my cousin go down to Baskin Robbins, you know, get ice cream, whatever. And we're in line, you know, everyone and their brother is like, yo, ice cream's on fire right now because it's 100, you know, degrees. And <laughs> we go there and, you know, I'm, I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm like, yeah, you know, about to get this ice cream. And this DoorDash lady drives in, right, walks in. And, you know, it was getting to the point also, it was so hot that the freezers couldn't keep up with it. And this lady starts to get mad and throw a fit because she had another order in her car and the Baskin <laughs> Robbins was taking too long. And I'm like, dude. What do you, it's hundred degrees on a Saturday and you expect, Hey, this line's going to be sure. I'm going to get this ice cream real quick. Why don't you deliver the other order? Come back. And you know, I, I would just, it, yeah, it, the, the audacity, man, it, it, it's pretty funny. Uh, I, uh, when you were talking about, I remember this, this one time, this is uh, having to do with not necessarily taking advantage of, of, of fast food places, but I've, I've never in, done that. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah, no. When I was in high school, um, a friend of mine worked at a McDonald's in town, and um, and he told us one day, he's like, "Hey, um, the, the the credit card machine isn't working at the McDonald's, so um, <laughs> like when it broke, um, they just had to give uh, all the food to to people who said they didn't they they didn't have cash that they would just be a free order." <laughs> 
And so me and my friends oh are like, God. oh, great. So he's saying like, yeah, if you go there and say that you you uh, you don't have cash, they'll give you the food for free. So so <laughs> um, so we go that night and uh, we pull up into the drive through and uh, the person says, hi, uh, before we take your order, uh, we're only accepting cash right now. Is that all right? And uh, and I go, oh, no, we only have card. And she goes, OK, well, sorry. And then I sit there and I'm like, why did I think this was going to go any differently? Like, why, <laughs> why did I think that this person would suddenly go, oh, okay, we'll just give you the food for free then. I think the only reason that, you know, that would work is if like you order your food, like the, yeah. I bet the first guy got real lucky you yes. know, and they're like, oh, I'm machine. <laughs> That's not going to work any later. (laughs) I'm sure it happened to like one or two people that were in line and had already placed their order and the card machine went out in the time between them placing the order and picking it up. Every person after that, I'm sure, was told, hey, we're only taking cash. We're not going to give you the food for free if you don't have cash. So we all felt so stupid. And, and we just, we called my friend. I'm like, why, why did you tell us that? that, that, that they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Um, okay. uh, yeah. It's just the, the amount of funny stuff that happens with fast food. And I got to ask you, what what did you do to make yourself the garbage disposal at a FSR? What, I, I know Justin Cooper's had like a day old hot sure. dog. They're like, what'd you do? <laughs> um, I don't know if there's anything specific. Well, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I've, any food that's left uh, on the table. Wait, in the does kitchen, Jonah still bring food for you guys? Like he used to on the overnights during um, the quarantine? No, where not, any, not anymore. Uh, only because I, I mean, he was already going well out of his way to do it. It was, it was a very nice gesture. Um, How did he do? Because he was at home. I, like. Did you have to go get it or perfect? I, at the time, uh, he lives in Thousand Oaks, um, which is uh, where I used to live. (laughs) We used to live pretty close to one another. Um, It's about uh, 35 minutes from our studio in Sherman Oaks. Did you move farther from the studio or? uh, Kind of. Simi Valley is just like a little bit north of Thousand Oaks. But so the drive is basically the same. It's yeah, it's fine. but yeah, he would, he would go and it would be on a, on Friday nights and he would put in an order at his brother's restaurant. His brother owns the, uh, sunset terrace bar and grill in thousand Oaks, uh, which is really good. And obviously I've, I've tried a lot of their food now. It's very good. Uh, they're they're I think it's called Baja shrimp, but it's ba- It's a bacon wrap shrimp. It's fantastic. Um, and the, the sauce that they do it in is like a, like a chili, uh, a sweet chili good, sauce. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. Um, uh, so if you're uh, anybody who's ever in Thousand Oaks, Sunset Terrace is, is owned by Jonas's brother. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he would, he would go pick it up and then drive it to my place, which like was well out of his way. Uh, Has he been to your, like inside your house? Like, do you guys ever hang out? Like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no, no, that's probably (laughs) a good thing. He, he, you know, like if you had like your controller, you know, your like computer out, he'd be like, this guy, you know, he'd use it against you on the radio. Like, Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he knew where I, I would pick it up outside. It was in a, an apartment complex. Oh, yeah. When, he, he in the apartment. Outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've never been to his place, but Sam has. Sam Sam crashed his place one time, apparently. So. Oh, well, um, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, you know, I was Sam, you know. Uh, yeah, he uh, had a little uh, too much to drink, you know, knowing yeah. him. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure so we no. laugh at too. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. That's uh, that's probably a, a normal thing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it, it was. Jonas was always so incredibly generous to. to oh yeah, Jonas to is. He's been on the show too. Really yeah. nice guy. Really. Yeah. You know, you kind of think listening to him, you're like, this guy kind of sounds like mean, but he's not. He's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like bullying, you know, uh, he, he really goes in on Iowa Sam and uh, yes. Lee Delap and, yeah. uh, he, you know, he, he's kind of, he takes it kind of easy on you. I mean, he does. He does. Uh, and Perfet too. He likes Perfet. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, it's it's too easy to, to give crap to Sam. It's just too, and he, and he yeah. gets so rough. And, and Jonas, Jonas loves watching people squirm when he gives them crap. So uh, <laughs> it, it happens to Sam all the time. I'm pretty like, I, I, I just laugh at things. And so uh, he, he doesn't have quite as much fun giving me crap as he does with Sam. But yeah. um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Lee seems so chill. Like I wonder why yeah. he really like, you know, whenever Lee's out, he's like, he's off drinking or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> he will yeah yeah he, he uh he'll, he'll do that whenever is his typical his normal producers will be uh will be will be off for the week i remember but, one time you were off and he's like yeah he's face down in a ditch on the 405 yes, right now yes, exactly <laughs> exactly uh and then someone actually like he's like i was joking because apparently people would tweet in <laughs> and <be> like, <laughs> yeah yeah uh god no it's so funny um yeah. i i love working with jonas he's he's yeah. truly he's one of the hardest working people i've ever met and he um he's he's incredibly nice incredibly genuine um and funny I was, too. <laughs> I, yeah yeah he's just yeah he's 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 a really he's a very friendly dude everybody gets along with him um and, and it was just it was so cool when when he got the uh the two pros show yeah um, he, yeah i was like talk about a guy who you know worked you know this guy would do you know sometimes he'd do the odd couple filling for mm -hmm. broussard and then come to his overnight show or do yeah doug gottlieb and then do overnight and back in the days doing updates and produce and doing all this stuff and finally you know he i mean people are calling Ve the vegas show full-time but i mean he didn't really get to you know give right. his full full takes right. on things mm -hmm. and still working you know the weekend and finally i woke up and i go on twitter and the first thing i see is a uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, named to a new Fox Sports morning show. I'm like, finally, like it. Yeah. Like seeing a guy like him where he just just goes insane, like works all the time, you know, and keep in mind, this guy is a wife, too. Like, it's not like, he, you know, yeah. he's like he has to balance his time very, yeah. very well. And well, he had to. I mean, now he think he's more, you know, he's not to work like seven days a week and fill ins and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just, I was so excited for him. And even, you know, Brady and LeVar, LeVar was really like, I think, you know, I know a guy on Twitter who just despises him, uh, uh, Shady Sean. I think he's trolling, <laughs> so that's why I brought him up. But yeah, he uh, he uh, makes jokes about LeVar all the time. But uh, <laughs> Jonas and Brady on Sunday nights were, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad they put Cavino and Rich in that spot because they yeah. are oh, yeah. more to Jonas and Brady where mm -hmm. it's just, you know, I mean, sports is obviously brought up, but it gets a. Uh, I, I like the off off the rails radio, like kind of what we're doing right now. Like it talked yeah. about McDonald's and then the Dodgers, and I gotta ask you, Bershing, are you are you a Lakers guy or, you know, I've never been super into basketball. Um, I, I've I've kind of, I've always followed it casually. Um, 
I want the Lakers to do well, but like I didn't, I, I, it's a very rare occasion where I actually like sit down and watch a game. So like, I don't, it, it a lot, all the stuff that's been going on within this season didn't really phase me in any way. Yeah. Now I got to ask you, Ryan, you know, mm-hmm. you worked at a FSR for I know, like a long time now and you've worked on every, I think every show possible. What's the crazy, I mean, I know what you're going to say. You can give me a couple then. What's the craziest thing that's happened on your shift? Oh, okay. Um, craziest things that have happened. It, it typically will have to do with like uh, either there's some weird uh, connection issues and the host isn't on air. Um, those are typically, oh, yeah. that's Brilliant. always, yeah, there was, there was a time where uh, Brian no was supposed to be on in like 20 minutes. And then uh, his, I, his power had gone out that day uh, because of the weather. <laughs> It was the weather was terrible and it was just not coming back on. And then he's like, well, you know, it's it's he he like he was lucky his sister had like a generator at her house. So he was able to like get to his sister's house and do it. But it's typically stuff like that where you kind of have to scramble uh, for for a good uh, half hour wondering, you know, what in the world? How do I (laughs) like, like every time? we start to have issues with the Comrex and it's a couple minutes before a show starts. And we're like, not sure if we're going to have a host on. Um, I start thinking like, if I had to do a show right now, what am I going to lead with? (laughs) What what is, what, what in the world take am I going to have right now to to start things out? Um, Yeah. In terms of like, stuff actually happening on air super crazy i can't think of anything i'm sure i'm gonna kick myself later and and remember something i I have one that you're probably gonna think of later sure um yeah obviously you know walking out the the fsr twitter but i you were on jonas's show a while ago (laughs) and it was towards the end of uh your time with him and on the overnight and the you know it was guests at garbage Uh this guy calls in and I, it was NASCAR George from South oh, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. That guy was one of you know the weirdest callers <laughs> that I think I've heard on sport. <laughs> like, you know, I, uh, I love it. It got he was just I like I don't think that guy was sober. Like, there just there's no. no way he was naturally <laughs> like, and it, it wasn't alcohol. It, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I mean, he, you know, obviously, you know, when you get on Jonas's guess at garbage, it's, you know, pretty yeah. uh, quick, fast pace. You're on there for like two minutes. Yeah. This guy wouldn't just stop talking for what was it like <laughs> seven minutes? Like, it, yeah, it, uninterrupted. It he's the just segment. going rapid fire. And, and then yeah. he, he thought that he was on the call screen or with you. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yes. and then Jones like, yeah, I'll put you on the air. He's like, hey, hey. And then he's like pretending to be you. And he's like, hey, Jonas, uh. Let's go to NASCAR, uh, George. He's he's ready. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, Did yeah, you shut I, down Jason Smith one time too, or like were, you were there when that happened and um, something along those lines? No, I like was on not. The, oh yeah, he, I was not there when that happened. I have a theory yeah, the, as to what happened, but I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go into it. <laughs> it <was> Bo Benson. <laughs> hey, we'll just say it's Bo. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, we have to blame someone who doesn't work at the the network anymore. Like, or you know, I'm trying to think. It, it was actually he still works there. It was Vince. <laughs> I don't know where Vince, that guy yes. went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll say it was Vince. <laughs> um, 
I mean, the, the craziest things that have happened, like while I'm working, it's typically always callers and it's always late night callers. Yeah. Um, the daytime callers are tame. The late night. Yeah. Just... Even, and the only the weird ones that I'll get during the daytime will be like somebody like an old person. Uh, <laughs> like this happened like twice in one show a couple weeks ago where they asked a couple or Kavino no, it was or... on the weekend. And they called uh, because they they wanted to uh, they wanted to know what time uh, like uh, uh, Seton Hall was playing. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> what did you say? I said I don't know. I, I I don't. I could have looked it up for them, but I'm I'm I was just so baffled by them call- because it, there have been multiple people who call and they'll say like, yeah, uh, uh, we're trying to reach FS1 and our cable <laughs> provider gave us this number, and I'm like, I don't know why they did that because this is this is radio. We have nothing to do with them. Um, and it's and it's the eight seven seven number too. So it's just like yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, the yes, the late night callers, um, especially on 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 Ben's show and on when Jonas was on late at night. Yeah, we now Brian know, but you don't work there. So. Yeah, there, there are there are absolute characters, um, and and a great majority of them. I, I've I've always had very positive interactions with. Every, almost everyone from the Mallard Militia, I've had incredibly positive interactions. I think with. they like you because how bad <laughs> your whole uh, Twitter debacle, like the, <laughs> the first time you were in there. Like, I know that was fun. I, that was a complete accident. And what happened was, is I was trying to log on to the, tw- first of all, nobody should ever be logging out of the Twitter in, in the studio. I don't know why they did that, but they, they, they were setting me up to fail. It was um, Bo Benson. <laughs> we'll say it was Bo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I go to my email because I have an email from my boss that that has the Twitter login and I'm copy and pasting the username and password. And every time I'm doing it, it's telling me no. And I'm like, I'm looking at the email. This is, this is the password. Um, there was another email somewhere where they had updated the password and I just uh. I wasn't Or No, no, that was, it was not my fault. They had, they had put the, the password was wrong on the email. Like it wasn't updated. It was, it wasn't that the password was updated. It's that the email that my boss had sent had misspelled the password and so uh so i'm sitting there like what what i do and then yeah so i got locked out for who got you back in was it Uh, eventually i texted somebody else i think i might have texted elijah or somebody and i was like uh can you tell me or maybe it was lee i think i texted lee and i said oh you're lucky he remembered too because it was late night (laughs) (laughs) yeah like what is the twitter password he sent it to me and i'm looking at him like yeah this r supposed to be capitalized and then yeah it's I guess there's a hint for the hackers out there. There's a capital R somewhere in that in that Twitter password. It's probably changed. It's been like three years. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been. I'd, a while. I'd, I'd hope a, a national radio station would. Uh, yeah, you would think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now uh, I gotta. You know, speaking of, uh, you'd think uh, David Gascon. Uh, what's your you? What's the funniest Gascon moment you have? Funniest Gascon moment. Um, I uh. Gascon and I have a different relationship than than most people have with Gascon, um, <laughs> because and I, I say that in a nice way. Like I'm not. <laughs> I, um, I mean, Gascon will you know he razzes the hell out of out of Sam and, um, but uh, Gascon and Even I. Bo like, Benson too. He goes. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll 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 give Bo some mess, and that's that's fine. It's a good time. Um, yeah. uh, what's interesting with Gascon is that both him and I have the, um the whole like how we're like 
actors, you know, <laughs> like yeah. kind of putting air quotes around it. Um, not, not he's, he's actually acted in way more projects than I have, but, um, but he would, him and I would talk about it as he was going through the process of like getting an agent and going out for auditions and stuff. So we've had, we've had some, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that and catch up on that pretty often. And I've, I've helped him with a couple of self tape auditions in the studio. And that's, uh, that's, that's always a good time. Um, and you know, he'll, he'll have to go out for like a lot of like, you know, he's a cop or he's uh, a businessman or like <laughs> just, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but I mean, he's doing well, like he's, he's, he's actually like, he's booked way more things than I ever have. You know, it's, and I've, I've had like two auditions in the last year. So yeah. He's uh, a, yeah. That guy was, you know, calls games on FS1 works the updates occasionally when he can yeah. acts. Right. Yes. I'm sure there's more. He, he's, he's David Gascon. But That's right. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a good guy. And you know, that guy, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I give him a bunch of crap on Twitter and you know, <laughs> I, I don't mean it at all. Like, you yeah. know, no, he, I he's, can, he's, he he's funny. It. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's, he's been very nice and gotten us breakfast multiple times on Sundays. And I, I, I really yet to return that favor. So I should probably do that at some point, but no, uh, wait for a uh, wait for Iowa Sam. Cause it will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is Sam is even treated as I'm the only one on that show who is not treated. I, but I, well, I don't know if Steve's gotten anything, so it's all right. We'll, <laughs> I'll hold that over Hartman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's right. Steve will bring Denise's cookies sometimes, yes, and yes, they yes. are fantastic. So I, I can't. I've I've contributed absolutely nothing. So uh, that's yeah, right. I remember. You guys always have the most epic food. Has uh, Ralph done anything? Or I don't know. Ralph um, doesn't seem that type of guy. <laughs> he seems nice, but I don't think he's. Ralph will. Uh, Ralph will partake if we if we get food. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I gotta uh now I gotta ask you, Ryan, have you uh, been to any crazy Dodger games? You know, have you been to any of the playoff games or whatever? Uh the crazy I went to I was at game six of the 2017 World Series. Oh, how was that? That oh it, man. Uh yeah. <laughs> it was it was incredible. It was it was uh the one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. And the Dodgers won that game and forced game seven. Um yep uh i uh when i woke up that morning i did not have a ticket or no well actually technically i did have a ticket when i woke up that morning when i went to bed that night i had no idea i was going to the game and then i woke up the next morning with a bunch of calls from my friends and because of you know working at fox sports radio i have i would have weird hours of sleep so i I slept till like 11 that day um and uh I, i i've got my calls and texts and it's from my friends saying uh, we're going to go to the game tonight. Do you want to see it? You would take it. We're, we're buying tickets right now. Do you want one? We bought you a ticket <laughs> because one of them was just like, he's going to want to go. He's, he's going to want to. Even so you've been a boss. <laughs> I know. I know. Seriously. Luckily I was off and everything worked out perfectly fine. Um, and they were able to get them for like, half the price of what they were because it was, it was yeah it was i mean we were we were literally last row uh near the right field foul pole so wow <laughs> um yeah which i loved because there 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 were less people in that area and yeah, so i, I got like to... that, 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 i feel like that's sneakily underrated like... it is 
Yeah. yeah. No, I love I love sitting high up because it's less likely you're going to be around a lot of people. I like being able to kind of, you know, I'm a tall guy. I'm six feet. So I, I, I like to be able to stretch my legs a little bit. Yeah. I like, like having that space from people. It's like during a during uh, 2021 at the beginning of the season when they only had like 10,000 fans in attendance and yeah. they blocked off seats where uh, you would only have four seats and then all of the seats next to and in front and behind those sets of four, nobody would sit there. So uh, that was the dream. Like, I went to one of those games. I'm like, this is fantastic. I don't have to yeah. sit next to anyone. This is great. Uh, so, but yes, no, I, I was at game six of the 2017 world series. I was, um, uh, so we went and one of the ways we can get into the stadium because parking is an absolute nightmare at Dodger stadium. Um, especially in, in, during the playoffs, I went to, a, a, a playoff game in the 2016 NLCS where they lost to the Cubs. Um, and, uh, we parked at a place on top of a hill where I didn't know there was parking there originally. Like it was, it was, it was the overflow of the overflow parking. Uh, it was horrible. It took us like a half hour to hike into the stadium. Wow. <laughs> but so for the world series, my friends and I parked at, um, grand central station in in Los Angeles and, and kind of near down, it's down the hill from Dodger stadium. Um, and, uh, you can park there for free and take a shuttle in. Um, now we get, we park there. Um, I, you know, I had, we had a bottle of wild Turkey and, and started drinking a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bourbon Emmett. Sorry. I, 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 I take for it. It's okay. It, it's a, it's a, it's an yeah. alcohol. Um, so <laughs> I, 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 I was taking up what you're putting down. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> game in the so, doctor game. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, getting some drinks in. And then we get onto the shuttle and I'm already pretty buzzed and, um, and we're like the last people on the shuttle. So, so we're get kicked out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, we're totally fine. Um, but we're standing at the front of the bus. It's, it's a, it's the shuttle's a long city bus. So, um, I'm standing there like it's me, the, the driver on my left and the door on my right. And this is two buses worth of people behind me. And, yeah. um, and we're, we're driving and after about six, seven minutes, um, he's kind of going a route that seems like an interesting route to take if you're going to the stadium. And, uh, and then he kind of like, he, we stop at a light. He kind of looks down. He's looking at his phone. He's kind of looking around. And then he goes, uh, I'm lost. I don't know how to get to the stadium. I've never done this before. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> um, so this is a man who's hired by the Dodgers and by the city to shuttle tons of people That's bad. <laughs> just down the road to the stadium. He has no idea where he's going. So um, we're like, I pull up a map. My friend pulls up a map. The, the, another guy near us is like looking on his phone. And then we kind of start to direct him and I tell him like, you, you know, you've got to turn around. And so now this man is doing like a 60 point turn in a random street <laughs> where he's turning around this bus. And by the time when you start to do a U-turn on the bus, the people on the bus start to get the vibe of like, oh, this guy doesn't know where he's going. This is, this is We're going the wrong way. And so now people on the bus are starting catching wind of the fact that the driver is going the wrong way. And so now people are starting to mutter and they're, they're not too happy. And they're like, are, are you serious? Are we lost? What's going on? Um, luckily 
He was able to turn around. We directed him to where he needed to go, which literally there is a like a designated lane just for these shuttles <laughs> where it's <laughs> it is it is walled off by cones for like four blocks and you can't miss it. He missed it. Uh, but we got it. We got him to there. He got us to the stadium. Like We were like two hours early anyway, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty wild where I was I was like already pretty buzzed and uh, now having to, to navigate to Dodger Stadium, <laughs> <laughs> navigate this man as he drives a bus of 100 Dodger fans who are angry oh, and anxious man. for the World Especially Series. Especially with the Astros. Oh, yeah. God, I remember I'll get you, give you a couple game stories here. I went to Mariners Blue Jays like in the middle of August, like this mm-hmm. is 2021 season. And obviously our guy, uh, not a guy, but uh, George Springer was on the uh, the Blue Jays and I go there and obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna trash talk Springer <laughs> and <laughs> turns out uh the guy there is the uh, a family in front of us <laughs> of Blue Jays fans and me it was me you know I, I was only on a, my group trash talking Springer because I hate the Astros like especially bad because you know I root for Mariners and Dodgers and yeah. the people behind me and I, I was just sitting there, you know, yelling at Springer. And the guy behind me is like, fuck you, Springer. And then, I'm just, <laughs> and then I start yelling, like, all this stuff, like, cheater. And then the I, I feel bad about it now, but it was so funny at the time. There's a little kid, <laughs> diehard Blue Jays fan. And oh, he's God. so salty because, like, Springer, you know, hate to say it, but he's good. He's like, oh, yeah. he's not. Yeah. He's not. We know. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish I had it on video, but it was so funny. And then <laughs> that was crazy. But uh, crazy, you know, game experiences I have, like craziest event. I have videos of this on Snapchat. Maybe I'll share it on uh, Twitter later. Is the Oregon-Oregon State game uh, last year, 2021. That was the year of the stadium for me. I also went to the Seahawks-Lions game, which was fun in its own. Uh, in its own. But, yeah, I went to Oregon-Oregon State, and that one – that was some crazy traffic. Like it was me and like all of my family and we took a shuttle to get in and you know, not shuttle, but like it was a, it wasn't an Uber XL, but it was like a taxi minivan. Cause there's like 10 of us. And you know, we had to go to that game and the traffic was so bad. We missed the first drive, which happened to be an Oregon touchdown. Yeah. And we finally get into our seats, you know, cause you have to show your vaccine card, all that. And, you know, kind of the process. And I, I was, you know, this was the first time I had to, you know, show the vaccine cards. I was, I, I don't know why, but I was kind of nervous. But, you know, we got in there all, you know, all, you know, good. And that was a good game, you know. I, another underrated thing about the sporting events, Bursch, I don't know if you're into it, but the fans around you are always super chill and super fun. Like, I every time I've gone to an event, I get put around, like, good fans, not, like, the boring guys. So, like, it <laughs> adds to the experience of, where uh, like obviously like i had the uh the springer supporters uh at the mariners game and then i had a couple cool beavers fans and a bunch of like drunk 20 year old ducks fans in the <laughs> like next to me it was it, it, it was fun but yeah i also remember you know funny sports moments too is uh 2015 super bowl seahawks patriots i was mm-hmm. i was like dude we're about to beat tom brady this was during the <laughs> cheating allegation and i was young so i was holding everything against him and uh, Russell Wilson, two yard line, throws a pick. Malcolm Butler, I was, I, I was crushed. Fifth grade me, <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, 
we have Marshawn Lynch, the best running back in, you know, at that time, best in the league. You know, maybe AP was better, but I think that was the year he had the whole situation with his kid, so I don't think he was even playing. Yeah. So he was, like, very limited. But Marshawn was better, and we could hand the ball to, you know, beast mode. That's, that's his time to shine. And, you know, talking about, you know, uh, alluding to earlier in the show, Ryan, we were talking about sports fans going crazy. Everyone was so – I went to the Seahawks Super Bowl parade after they won against the Broncos. That was cool. But my point was, was you could go to, like, local uh, butcher shops or, you know, meat stores in, you know, Olympia to where I am. And I think it was in Tacoma, which is, like, a 30-minute drive from here. And they had these, like, spicy sausage things, like, you know, little sausages with Skittles in them. And that sold out. I remember throwing Skittles at TV, the TV during the Super Bowl, like <laughs> – I don't know if you as a Dodger fan ever got this into it or your Packers or, you know, is that, that that's, is that who you root for in the NFL? Cause yeah, yeah. you, uh, you impulse tweeted Aaron Rodgers and, you know, not yes. to get too much onto that, but God, that was that playoff game. They should have won that. The they Niners should've. are put, the Niners got lucky twice. Like they were, yeah. looked like they were going to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. And then they, they started off bad plays and then somehow jerry jones or not jerry jones a jace or god mike mccarthy started to he, he had a horrible play call like it the the the, the niners were so lucky i would have loved mm-hmm. to see though packers rams in in you know in yeah. the nfc championship but then i don't know if the rams would even do anything with that weather because if it would have been no. a green bay because uh mm-hmm. they're one yeah. seed so yeah but pr- pretty interesting man the sport sporting events you know i'd prefer to go in person but you know what? i'd be broke if i went to every game in person oh yeah no absolutely i um are you, are you going to anything soon are you staying low-key or... <sighs> nothing nothing on the docket at the moment but um, yeah you gotta look at dodgers astros man you you have to i know i know it, it, that will have to happen <laughs> at some point i really you, should uh well who, you know bo benson his time starting to you know now that he has a chloe he knows yeah you know everything's starting to get you know he, he's daddy bo benson now uh <laughs> <laughs> i remember when uh, dan buyer was you know daddy dan. Him in it yeah, yes da- daddy dan yeah dan, daddy dan buyer <laughs> yeah so now now that's bo benson uh yeah. so yeah but you got you and like oh i feel like going to a dodger game with uh roberto would be that would be really fun <laughs> that'd be wild that that would be wild have I don't, you gone I, with them before you... no i haven't i haven't uh, but, I think uh, he goes with his wife and kid too, which yeah. is even more funny because you know Roberto is yelling every possible like horrible thing about Jose yeah. Altuve. <laughs> I know. gonna be like saying like F Altuve when she's like eight. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything holding him back from doing all that. I think he's no. <laughs> and he goes to games really often too. He, yeah. He, he goes, takes he takes yeah. nights off just to go to the game. Like a mm-hmm. middle of the week Wednesday, it's like oh yeah. it's perfect or oh it's on. It's like why, who's who takes a random wednesday off then he's like right. at the dodger game i'm like oh that that's why <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah do you now i gotta ask you uh have you ever had a you know i i brought up don's name for this because <laughs> he was in when ralph had his slip up on the air uh during the golf thing and uh he was in for iowa sam it was the real don brown as steve hartman would say and <laughs> brown, yes. i don't know why he says <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Ralph, he said, oh, shit, during this update or something like that. It, uh, it, it's a drop in the system. Uh, Ramos <laughs> and Danny G put it in there. But she said it during the update. And it got me thinking, you know, 
bringing up, you know, you know, Roberto, who's also had some slip ups, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I can say what he said during cooking with Roberto, <laughs> but um, it, it was it, like he stuttered and it came out wrong and it had something to do with black pepper. And it wasn't like a, it, it was pretty bad. I mean, <laughs> ask him about it or ask a Coop or Eddie. Or ben, sure. but it, yeah. But have you ever had a slip up on air where uh, something uh, slid out of your mouth that you're like, oh, uh, sorry, uh, I was Sam or whoever's <laughs> I am knocking on wood right now because I'm not. I've never been dumped. Um, uh, I've only <laughs> the only slip ups I have are like uh, the uh, the fighter. God, who was? Yes, I can't remember. Yes, the, but yeah, that I, one. No, when I, I I was so focused on pronouncing Khabib Nurmagomedov that I <laughs> then m- subsequently mispronounced Conor McGregor. Uh, which <laughs> which Jonas which was hilarious and, and I'm glad Jonas caught it because that's that is that's very funny uh, but uh, uh, other than that that's my most notable one um, and you know there there's just other uh, sometimes you just kind of switch a r- word around here or there yeah and and it, it, <laughs> it's you know that's radio is wild like that because it is you are live all the time and uh, yep, you, yep. You, you have to be able to go off the cuff you have to be able to improvise and just work with it um, Isaac Lowenkron that guy um, yes. dude he was in the other night for jason and mike and i i was telling i was sam he hasn't i don't think he's gotten back to me but i was like that guy he sounds so young and he's so like i know he's not because he's been there forever but he's so he's so articulate like the way yes. he crafts it's it's a work of art when i was doing it like he um it was a night where the mets uh choked against the phillies uh-huh. and it, he was phil i don't know why he never works a four to elevens but he right. was that night and he, he man i he gave jason smith enough crap for like four people and he's like we actually have audio of uh, the metal <laughs> i love it when he does that he's the lord of trending man and yes someone said that on twitter and i was like oh that's so great like he like brian lord. fenley has his words i that is, that is I, anthony, I has his audio yeah anthony gargano uh, uh he really is him the lord of trending so, <laughs> ant, is, play, ant is great i miss play, yeah I when miss you play those, uh, those he, and it's all you know it's either like a a meme that like it's from like 10 years ago or a, yeah. a clip from a movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I think we need to uh i think you know you or you know but this would be bo's job actually when he comes back needs to uh refresh ilo's meme library get him some new <laughs> stuff <laughs> uh, he's yeah ilo's hilarious and he's he yeah. brings the energy regardless of the time it's pretty wild but uh yeah, no, yeah he, him and ben uh is a very underrated uh underrated show uh, ah, man yeah i would love to hear that i, it, I don't it happened I, uh he filled in for eddie a while ago and i was oh. like I, was, I think you were you might have been is either you or nick but or bo or somebody hmm. i remember he it was an eddie was doing his whole you know big dc vacation and oh yeah i don't know what happened but i will somehow got dragged into the overnight and he <laughs> and then obviously you know our guy marcel in brooklyn uh i he uh <laughs> I, I need I, I gotta go back and listen to how he said Isaac Lowenkron. <laughs> it, <was, laughs> it, it, it was funny. Was Isaac, Isaac, uh, I love Marcel. Lo, Lowcron or Lowenkron or. <laughs> God, I love Marcel so much. I, yeah, I he, he since to... I've been working all mornings for the past couple months now, I haven't really heard much of Ben's show. Um, is is Marcel still doing his is? Oh, typical... Marcel is still doing his thing and good. Good. Our guy Ben Mauer, 
is a cheater. Our guy Ben is an absolute <laughs> cheater. What this guy does, okay? Marcel, you know Marcel's food picks, and it's usually one yes. of like five things: McDonald's, yes. pizza. I got it right one uh, time. It was pizza that that time. I got it right. Yeah. Um. What else? Oodles uh, and noodles. Uh, mm. Chicken and yeah. Uh, ch- French fries. Chicken pa- chicken patties. French fries chicken. with ketchup. <laughs> Chef, where like there's like a handful of things he has, yes. and but and you know. Uh, ben will uh, take the joy out of the segment because obviously, you know, Marcel, he's, um, you know, he, he's, he's autistic. So he doesn't, you know, pick up on things when Ben asks him questions. So he just thinks, oh, he's asking me a question. So he answers a question and Ben's like, where do you have him for dinner? What'd you have for dinner? So then, ben, <laughs> and then he'll start the food picks normally. Like, and, and ben, he's like, I had, uh, he's like, I had a uh, McDonald's. He's like, uh, Ben's like McDonald's. And then Eddie's like McDonald's. Roberto's like McDonald's and Coop. It's like I had uh you I, Marcel I believe you had salmon with mashed potato or garlic mashed potatoes gravy and a salad and then because <laughs> Coop goes with what he had for dinner the night before and uh, <laughs> Coop eats uh pretty good food I gotta say like yeah, here, here yeah, his he food picks yeah um but yeah it neck you gotta cover a a Coop shift just to just to give Ben like a bunch of crap for it because it's. <laughs> It's ruined everything. I will. I will say, in fairness, the last time I I covered that show, uh, I I tweeted at Marcel a couple hours ahead of time, uh, saying, "Marcel, uh, um, exactly. That's a uh, what did you Benson have for dinner thing. tonight? I just I I'm just wondering. <laughs> That's a Bo Benson thing. You're stealing his God, and he hates uh he hates. Oh, this is funny too. Our guy Chris Perfett, who I got to get him back on for a hot lions draft talk yeah um, yeah um he um he gets him and bo benson confused sometimes <laughs> and he, he's like <laughs> top of the morning ben eddie roberto and then you know our guy perfect will just start going in with a all these different like who drops never heard of them you know who the f is that you know bleeped out he's like, bo stop it bo <laughs> 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 oh, and, I, and I'm, that's why I love Marcel for uh, blaming Bo Benson because uh, t- that's great. That also, yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> I gotta find that because I, I should I should pull a drop of him yelling at Bo and and work that. I, into I will, shift. Yeah, I will find that in the podcast and uh, I'll screen record <laughs> it. I mean, it might oh. you might hear some voiceover in there, but I will screen record <laughs> it and send it to you. I will I, after after we're done recording, I'll go. Perfect. I just need it, the I just need the time and I can hunt it down. It's uh, okay. It will, that, yeah. I had to do that for Jonas a while, or Jonas Perfett and uh, <laughs> Nick Battaglia a while ago. For nice. um, it was the we don't need to bring Jonas in here. Drops. So, oh I, yeah. I don't know who it was, and I don't think they should be named because uh, they would get heat on Twitter. But one <laughs> of the board ops, I I hope it wasn't like Ramos or something. Went in and deleted <laughs> the we don't need to bring Jonas in here, and it, it you know I don't know if it was a board off. Yeah. Or technical well, player, in, but it seemed... in fairness, I think I think what happens there is our system does do a thing where it will cycle out stuff that's been in the system for the for a while, and if it's not like archived in a certain way, it will disappear. So that's why like sometimes there will be drops that suddenly disappear. It, it's it's unfortunate, um, and and there are ways to to make sure it doesn't happen. So, but uh, yeah, you know, whoever happen. put it in there. Uh... I, I, I know who it is. I'm pretty sure, but you know, they don't need to get called out on the show. You know, we, we we're, we're respectful here. Um, That's right. But I, you know, our guy, Alex Teicher, uh, technical <laughs> producer, a uh, vegan extraordinaire, yes. uh, weed nation host, uh, shallow oceans. Uh, and he, he, that guy could be a life coach, but um, yep. he goes on um, 
whenever Jonas would, you know, either guest uh, on the odd couple or fill in for Rob or Chris, he'd play, we don't need to bring Jonas in here. And they were over, you know, Perfet and uh, Batalia were kind of over. Like, I, I don't know if they just were, didn't want to do it during their shift. So I went mm. in and sent Chris the time of like, <laughs> it, it was like, it was really easy to find. I just had to search on Apple Podcasts, like the odd nice. couple, Jonas Knox. First thing, come up. Thank God Alex is actually working a show for once. And <laughs> it's like 32 seconds in, we don't need to bring Jonas in. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was great. And uh, shout out me for bringing the, yes. the Foxworth Radio history That's uh, back. Right. To- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it would have gotten done anyway, but uh, still, I, I, I deserve credit. Uh, it, wouldn't yeah. have, it wouldn't have gotten done. You, you did, in fact, save that drop that is that is entirely you because any yeah. any but any of my coworkers could have done that. i could have even done that but no no we didn't that was you and so you shout out to me and chris perfect for chris yes. you know putting up the audio you know yes. chopping it up and doing all that and <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it, it was fun and you know i gotta ask you too i know we've been going at it a while uh but how did you and bo decide to start off the swing shift podcast like how'd that happen and how how'd bo become your partner i mean there's half the FSR producers and board ops are Dodger fans. So how'd, how'd that all happen? That's a good question. Um, so, I mean, it, it, basically, um, it's something I wanted to do for a long time is to do a podcast in some way. I'd been thinking about doing that since college and yeah, I graduated in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, it was one of those things where like, Oh, I should, I should try to, you know, I should start a podcast. Like, like that's, that'd be a fun hobby to do. And it kind of, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it. There a lot of people, basically there's this, there's this, you know, generalization that like, Oh, everyone has a podcast, right? Like, like everyone, it's just kind of how it is. Like everyone's got a podcast now. And, And so when you hear, when you hear stuff like that, it can be pretty discouraging where you're like, well, what's the point? Like, it's just going to be lost in the noise. Nobody's going to listen. It doesn't matter. Um, so for the longest time, I didn't really, you know, I thought about doing it and, and I thought it sounded fun, but it was pretty easy to talk myself out of it because of, you know, feeling like it wasn't, it, it was a, it was, it wasn't going to be fruitful in any way, but, um, I slowly, you know, realize that 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 mindset doesn't matter. Like that, that, yeah, that sort I, of belief doesn't you. matter. Yeah. If you want to do something, do it. It doesn't matter. Like, like it, and that's 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 been my attitude this whole time with swing shift. Is I I love doing it. It's a fun, it's a fun hobby. Um, and the fact that I work in sports talk radio, it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense for me to do a radio uh, a sports podcast. Um, and you know, so once I started working there. Uh, I was around, you know, I have this, all this access to editing software and to, uh, you know, actual studios with, with boards and microphones. And Wait, did you record in a studio or do you, cause I know Bo, I think Bo reports yeah. from home. Cause the first, sounds like an echo. the first, uh, the first one we recorded, we recorded in, in studio, um, wow. which, um, I guess it's, you know, statute of limitations i I can say that now Uh, i don't think we're technically allowed to but uh it doesn't matter we're not gonna lose our jobs or anything it was it was in a you know in the auxiliary studio at fox sports radio we did our first one if you're good at uh if you if you know your audio uh you can tell when you know it's in studio like it like Mm -hmm. i mean 
I, I, I think both of our mics are pretty good, but like studio yeah. mics, I, I, I got, maybe I got to give, yeah. find a way to get one of those and get like a studio, but like, yeah. <laughs> you want to get more yeah. money, but yeah, you can tell the difference, like no echo, like no right. background at all. Like it's pretty obvious compared and to like the at home studios we're both in right now. So yeah, exactly. I, I had, I had wanted to, we had access to this stuff. So I'm like, why would we not try to use it? And basically, yeah, for, I was at, I started at Fox Force Radio in the fall of 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bo got hired um, early 2019, I want to say, maybe 2018. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I had wanted to do a podcast in some capacity. Um, I had talked, you know, a, a friend of mine, we talked about doing an entertainment type of podcast and, and a sort of comedy podcast and stuff like that. But there wasn't anything specific. And the hard thing with podcasting is like, it's really the, your, your niche. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. The more specific you can be, especially when you don't have an audience to start, you, you know, if, if you're, it doesn't, it, if you're a name, if you're a big time celebrity and you're just like, I want to start a podcast, then it doesn't matter. You can talk about whatever the hell yeah. you want. And the people are going to listen because you have the audience already. If you're a nobody, you have to be specific. So I, um, I, I, I there's nothing that I know better in sports than the Dodgers. Uh, the, you know, my love of baseball, my love of the Dodgers is the whole reason why I work in sports talk radio. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to do a podcast on the Dodgers and yeah, there's a lot of people I work with who uh, also like the Dodgers, but the, the, the difference and the reason why I approached Bo with the idea is because I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound too weird or romantic, funny. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly, like, if you're going to do a podcast with someone, you want it to be with someone that you feel like you can gel really well with in terms yeah. of when you conversate and, uh, and, and you have the ability to sort of riff on different things with, with one another. And uh, with Bo, I, I gravitated to his sense of humor instantly when he, oh, first, when he Bo's was sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. When, when he was an intern um, and I met him, I thought he was hilarious and, uh, and, and, and that is something that I really look for in, you know, in my friends, in my relationships. Like it's, it, I, I gravitate to sense of humor. Um, oh, for sure. Me too. Cause I mean, especially for relationships, cause I'm like, you know, blind if you, you know, cause I'm just blind side sports. So like, you know, looks, I mean, they're for me, they're a little overrated. I'm sure for you, I mean, they're not, but like, yeah. I mean, if you're funny, especially, you know, in a girl for me, you know, then yeah, that's, a plus and you know i i have friends who are funny too i mean i mean even me and you like we've been making jokes and you know yeah. roasting uh david gascon or uh yeah, benson right. or even vince who uh even who vince. uh is in the alumni association uh, <laughs> straight take it well, straight we, we had to blame him so no one got in trouble so. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right uh but yeah so i i just bo was a guy that i gravitated to because of his personality and I kind of was, I was looking for, you know, I wanted to do a podcast, but I didn't want to do it on my own. And so one day at work, I literally was just like, I, I want to do a Dodger podcast and I, I, I would like to do it with you. <laughs> it, was, it was weird because like, I felt like I was asking a girl out, you know, like for it, real? Was, it was, it was bizarre. Like, uh, but, and, and he was, and, and Bo, Bo will be the first to tell you that like, 
his uh, his face can sometimes not give off an ounce of emotion. <laughs> but... he, sound, he sounds like it too. <laughs> like I, but... <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine. Like you know, yeah, but he has a funny voice too. And I, I yes. there was a something on Twitter, <laughs> and it sounded like Bo, but Bo yelling right. And I, I, I added him. Uh, and I'm like uh, Bo when he's angry. <laughs> no, like, yeah. and obviously Bo, like I, I, I don't think he could yell. Like I, I, I don't know what that would be like. I think that'd be scary if Bo were to yell at you. Sure. I, I think you'd yeah. really have to like, like do something to his wife or something, or hack a Steam <laughs> yeah. account or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah like he's so monitored. He's like, yeah, it's a Bo here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but so I asked him, and he was just like, yeah. Yeah, I want to do that. That I, I'm, I'm, I'm down. And then he like texted me later that night, and he was like, he straight up said like, I know I have constant resting bitch face, but like honestly, I really want to do that. <laughs> I could hear him say it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I'm like, yeah, no, I want to as well. And and even then, that we had that conversation. I want to say in the summer of 2019 or something like that, and we didn't do our first episode until. February of 2020. You guys got screwed over too. That I, was the I, other thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we 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 uh procrastinated for a long time in terms of actually starting it. And then one night we we're like, okay, we're we're gonna actually do this. We did it late at night in the studio. We recorded for two hours about a whole lot of nothing, but it was a blast. Um, and then uh two weeks later, uh uh the pandemic hit and everything shut down <laughs> and, I, I still remember, like, oh, I can tell right. you where I was that night uh the I think it was like March 11th or whatever I was mm-hmm. in the car just got like dinner with like my grandparents and my dad and you know I, I was like at this point we were also in the corona for me it went in three phases it went corona haha beer haha funny and then it went to oh god we might have a situation here yeah. and then it went to uh, this March 11th, uh, faithful, I, I believe it was a Wednesday where the end I, first notification, uh, Rudy Gobert's tested positive for COVID. And you yep. remember, um, I know you and Bo talked about it. You guys are in studio mm-hmm. and he was a guy who was doing this, like rubbing his mic, yeah. haha, COVID, haha, yeah. <laughs> nothing's going to happen. And overall, it might've been a funny bit, right? Whatever gets COVID shuts down the whole NBA and then next day was the NCAA tournament. And then, oh yeah, I'm skipping one. I remember getting home finally. And uh, that was when the NBA shut down. And then uh, I had the, you know, obviously NBA, you, you got to go to Chris Broussard. You got to go to the odd couple. And right. they had like their hot seat. You should do like back when they did the hot seat, they had to stop that. Cause this was such break. Like a sports league is just like never shut down. It's like a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened. And then I was like, oh okay and then i go to school the next day and there's all these talks of like uh, i keep forgetting tom hanks got covid too i remember that uh, jason smith <laughs> yes. jason smith was very 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 uh he that he, he was a fan that, that, that rocked his world yes yeah and I, go, <laughs> and I go to school the next day and like teacher was like oh we might not be back here and i was like there they might be right mm-hmm. and then i go to school the next day and i was like yeah this before they even said anything um they were like yeah i was like yeah i don't think we'll come back here for a very long time like after today and i'm in my i remember the class i was in my uh, fourth period of history and i get like i'm on my you know i'm scrolling through it was t- twitter or something like that because you know it was kind of i think all the teachers knew so we, it was kind of chill and i see washington schools are shut down 
and I'm like, oh God, this is actually serious. Like, and then we were out of school for, uh, I mean, it didn't get back to complete normal until September of 21. So like, it, yeah, I, I remember exactly where I was the night of uh, the whole sports shutdown. And yeah. I still remember uh, the toilet paper shortages. And then <laughs> do you remember Bershinger? Do you remember when they had the whole Wendy's uh, situation where there's a talk that Wendy's might have to stop selling beef for a while because there was a beef shortage? Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. I remember that. And then I, I think the weirdest part about all of it, too, was, you know, when these places would do like McDonald's, for example, you, you went into McDonald's, there's still McDonald's in my area that still do the drive through only hmm. like in the, the, it's just <clears throat> not being able to walk into a restaurant was just so weird. Like, hmm. and you know, then the masks, which obviously, you know, they, they had to happen to, uh, you know, keep everything safe that I, I remember walking with the mask and yeah, it's just crazy how I, I if I was started the podcast back then, I think I could like, I, Kind of, I was procrastinating for a long time, kind of like you. And I'm glad I didn't because I didn't have the computer or the mic yet. It will have been, I, I know our guy Perfet hates it, but the uh, pho- the AirPods and the phones. So I'm glad I didn't. But at the same time, I could have talked about so much. Like it was acceptable to talk about mm-hmm. like Call of Duty on Sports Talk Radio or something back then. <laughs> because I mean, we, we had a Blind Scott Power Hour on the Ben Maller Show. We had a Sean <laughs> the Hood Guy Power Hour on the Ben Maller Show. Jonas yeah. would, you know... Jonas would, uh, you know, talk about like random stuff and his hand sanitizer. Like it would have been such a good time for radio. And I remember, yeah. you know, like my thought was like, oh God, these, you know, like, sorry, Jonas, <laughs> like your, your <laughs> show is good. And then obviously, you know, nothing happened. Like it, if anything, I think radio was better during COVID than it was pre COVID. I think it's better now. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, as a producer is, you know, I'm sure Bo Benson could say the same thing. It taught you guys how to be like, on your feet quick and come up with some just random BS that's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a wild time. <laughs> it was because I, w- what was crazy too, was especially in that summer of 2020, when we're kind of talking about, it was a lot of, are we going to have an talk. NFL season? Are we yeah. going to have that? Are we going to have right. a college season? And yeah. Then, and it was, you know, it was weird because like you kind of had to, like there were requisite things you had to talk about in terms of like, wh- are we going to play these things? Is are these things going to happen? But also those conversations got got really old really fast, and and oh, those yeah. topics were like yeah, they I were agree. exhausting because like and then especially there's some you know p- people in media where you just they they have a horrible take and you're just like, yeah oh. and you being the producer too I mean hmm. you can't just you know. Oh yeah, this stupid. This is what you know. You can't just do that. Like you're not the co-host. Right. So like I'm sure right. there's you know because you know it was very COVID is a very you know people are either really one way or really the other way on the topic and yeah it you know I I uh I I can name him now because he's often but Clay Travis there I remember callers would because you know obviously you know sleep schedule was gone during quarantine I remember mm-hmm. I'd have it almost playing games because it's not like I you know agreed like I you know it, it, it angered me but hearing people mm. disagree with him was so funny on um, <laughs> like these callers <laughs> and he ben mauer gets super and i i love ben it's so like it, this is all jokes but ben mauer gets super flustered when you disagree with them like uh, on the clippers you know which is obvious because he, he i mean let's be real like i i think he does it as a tr- as a troll mechanism i yeah you know, sure. i mean 
to just to get you know under Coop and you know Roberto mm-hmm. and all the Laker guys, but yeah. he gets so flustered and it's only on like topics that he's biased on. <laughs> Clay Travis, he got flustered over every topic, which made yeah. it so much more better to <laughs> listen to. <laughs> I I I don't know how you could work like you know Robert, uh, Roberto you know his best laugh in the radio ah <laughs> like I mean, it's funny too whenever the producer talks like I, I'm sure you know we can go and podcast and pull audio of Roberto's laugh in the background so <laughs> it, it was Ramos for so long it, it yeah. was Ramos for years and then Roberto got promoted and that's when the the laugh got a. Yeah, he has a really good laugh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Ramos. Ra- Ramos is good in his own weight. Like Ramos, um, I got him to play uh his Joe Flacco montage on Cavino and Rich a while ago. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, John John Ramos. Uh John's John's awesome. The the yeah. John Ramos show is my favorite oh, thing man. on radio. Did, it's nice. Were you on the were you on the, the Brian No Dan Byer show today? Or was that no, I was I was in the back. Were... I wasn't but yeah, I was oh. there. But yeah. Yeah. John Ramos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a friend oh. whose last name's Ramos too. And ever since I, you know, met John or, you know, heard John, I, I, I can't help but to call my friend Ramos. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> and, it, and it stuck. It, everyone calls him Ramos. And now it's so good. I'm going to tell you, this is one of my favorite stories from behind the scenes. And uh, I'm not going to say their name, but uh, we had a coworker who um, she was an editor Um and very nice person, very lovely to work with. Um, is she because um, because of like the nature of the pandemic and everything? Like you know, obviously Doug wasn't in studio really ever for quite some time, um, and and he still is is mostly doing his his show at home. Uh, he's yeah. popped in on occasion though, but uh, and that's the you know it, it like that's how almost all shows are now, and that's that's fine. That's that's how it is. Um, so um someone someone told her uh to go to to print something out and and uh what how how did it go i i i swear it was print something out and bring it to doug because i think doug happened to be there in studio that day and so she prints it out and uh she walks up to ramos or no damn it fuck i'm telling the story wrong that's not what happened (laughs) Okay, basically, um, called John she was, Ramos on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she was asked to to pull a piece of audio for Doug, oh. and um, and she she does it, and Ramos walks by the edit room, and um, and she says something, and she's like, "Doug, I got I got that audio, I got I got the audio, <laughs> Doug." It, it, something. This is you know kind of in essence. She called Ramos Doug, and oh, and God. and Ramos kind of looks and goes, "Uh, what?" <laughs> She's like, Are, "You're you're Doug, you're Doug Gottlieb, right?" And, and he goes, "No, no, I'm John Ramos." <laughs> and, and we're like, "What?" <laughs> she was uh, I, she was very I, new. I can She's tell just by the way a Ramos sounds and the way Doug sounds that they look completely different. Yes. You know, yes, like they, they are not yeah. in any way. 
I'm sure it's the only time in, in either men's life that one of them would be confused for the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we'll put it. Yeah. Now, one of my favorites, behind, you know, I, it's not behind because it's on the radio, but uh, Monty uh, Bolaños, I, I, uh, I think I just butchered that. And I'm, no, I'm going to rip correct. people. For, oh, but yeah. Mons- like, Bolaños, yeah, no. Broussard would do every update. He couldn't say your name. And it would always, you know, Jonas did it. uh, I I think Doug Gottlieb even did it the other day too. And every time it's just like, it's like one of the, you know, most complicated, you know, complicated names at the network. I I, I think if not the most complicated, so it it hasn't gotten too, too bad yet. It has potential. (laughs) You have to like, when you're, when you're letting the, uh, the host know, you have to like type it out phonetically. Because you can't, I, I don't, there's a way to type with an Enya on the A N, but I don't know how to do it. So I think like you have when to like I change the language on windows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when I sent it to LeVar for up on game last week, I, I spelled it like M O N S E E. And then her name's for her, the first name, even my phone, who's pretty bad at because vo- like my folder on Twitter, like my phone's mm-hmm. really, you know, voiceover is not good at pronouncing things and it uh, said it right surprisingly <laughs> there you go. the last name yeah the last i had name. to like i had to put like you know b-o-l-a-n-y-o-s <laughs> we still butchered it uh, no he got funny. it right he got it right lavar lavar got it right but, um, all right yeah 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 that's good uh ryan it's been fun man you know I know, you know, I'm sure you got stuff to do you got to work at you know, like seven tomorrow so I, I i'm gonna let you go and go uh go eat another uh uh, fish sandwich from mcdonald's so yeah <laughs> i know it's some fish and chips tonight my girlfriend's bringing fish and chips Ooh. it's very nice all right um, man it, it's yeah. been fun go follow me on twitter follow him on twitter and shout out to Bo. see ya